Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. I am ready, you cheeky little bastard, leaving in the intro last week. I noticed at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, yeah, not much of it, though. Just not bits. much of it, just bits of just it. Bits. It was, I thought it was funny. I thought it was I liked funny it. as well. I, I liked it. Might leave this into. Oh, you couldn't do. Uh, okay. Hey, everybody, you tuned into Jingles this where we talk movies, music, trending news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler. And we're just normal men. We're just innocent men. It's Cleon Billy. You got to hold and give. Do, do it, it at, at the right, right time. time. You can be slow or fast, but you must get to the light. They'll always hit you and hurt you. Defend and attack. There's only one way to beat them. Get round the back. Now catch me if you can, because I'm a necker show man. And what <laughs> you're looking at is the master plan we ain't no hooligan this is a football song with big eagle on my chest you know you can't go wrong shingler how you doing mate playing for echo show echo show (laughs) don't really work that doesn't we need we need a new one don't we yeah, we need okay. a new one. I'll we'll, do it we'll, next week. I'll get it worked in. Okay, I'll get it we'll worked in. Anyway, Dave, how are you? How's your week been? Welcome to Shingler's List, one and all. Here's your Monday morning. This is what you need in your life. <laughs> Every single Monday morning, mine and Dave's dulcet tones, kind of put together a podcast, running it off the top of the head. It's an excellent show. How are you, mate? I love your enthusiasm. Yeah, it's died now. Is that it? That's it now, yeah. The caffeine's wore off. Right. I'm back onto the water, um, and I need a small psychiatry help. Uh, but in answer to your question, I'm good, mate, yeah. Yeah? I'm good. I've had, um, I've had an interesting week, let's an say. Interesting an week. interesting oh, week. Oh, do yeah, tell yeah. me, Dave, it uh, sounds interesting. It's involved um, alcoholics. Alcoholics. Home, homeless people. Um, How is your mum? <laughs> no, I meant the alcohol. Not the... <laughs> I didn't mean. I tried to. I tried to do a funny when I, when you said alcoholics, but because I've got a delay, not in sound or anything else, just in brain, because I'm a bit tired. I said it straight after homeless, so it kind of went wrong. But she's not alcoholic either. I know it was. It, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was. It was. It was. It was a joke that I attempted and went. Best go around to her house and say sorry, you had. Um. Yeah. It's another joke there yeah, as well, but we'll know, leave it. Know, you know, know, you asked for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I even stopped I lined them up, you knock them down, it's fine. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it involved uh, homeless alcoholics, um, the police shouting, um, almost fighting, um, trips to Manchester, a hotel, uh, the Manchester Arena, Iron Maiden, and not enough sleep. That's basically my week in a nutshell. What have, what have you been doing? Right, so... <laughs> I, um... Sounds like a really good weekend, by the way. Yeah, well, the whole the whole um, alcoholic homeless guy thing is um, is to do with work. So, um, we we have a regular customer, and um, he, he's um, uh, of no fixed abode. Um, you can drink it like Forrest Gump in front of the microphone, it's fine. It's, you, know, you don't have to move away, like... No, it was sounding really bad. I, I got the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, so we, we have this, this regular customer, and he is of no fixed abode, and unfortunately he is an alcoholic, and he, he recognises the fact that he's an alcoholic and that he suffers with addiction. And uh, he starts most weeks 
with uh, I'm going to get better this week, and it lasts about four hours, and um, and then he's back to square one. So um, I'm pretty certain we're the only shop that hasn't bought him in the city centre mm. um, because we haven't got a reason to. He comes in, he yeah. he, he buys CDs, um, he has a chat with us over the counter. Wait, wait, just, just stop a minute. Yeah. This is a homeless guy. Yeah. Where's he playing his CDs? He's got a little CD Has he got a little portable pocket. CD yeah, yeah, player? Yeah. Yeah, one of them really cheap like e-groove ones um and some headphones and uh, yeah, that's his that's his like Okay. That's his thing. That's his his sanity, let's say, you know, he buys rock and metal CDs. G- granted, it lasts 3 days and he, he brings them back and sells them back to us. But it's a cheaper price from probably what he bought them at. Yeah, it's 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 an ongoing vicious circle. Um, but we treat him with respect, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's coming in, he's not doing anything wrong, he's having conversations with us, he enjoys coming in and having a conversation with us because we're the only people that don't fucking turf him away. Um, But over the last couple of weeks, he has become a little bit more of a handful, let's say. Mm. Um, But, you know, we look after him, and and, and he's he's never never really too much trouble. He can just be a little bit like much sometimes, uh, but eventually, he, you know, he leaves and it's fine. Um, that was until this week where I think he just completely and utterly hit rock bottom, um, and he and he came into the shop and he wanted money, and you know we're not going to give him money. That's not going to help him. Um, and he then he wanted CDs, but he hasn't got money to pay for the CDs, and he ended up passing out in the shop. Now. We tried waking him. We were shaking him. We, we we pushed him. We did loud bangs. We shouted his name. And he just wasn't. He, he was completely out of it. Um, I did have to go over a couple of times to just check his breathing because it was very slow, his breathing was. Mm. And in the I gave it like 10, 15 minutes, and I'm like, I'm going to have to phone 101 here. And it, somebody needs to come out and, and deal with it. Like, he's not... He's I, not you yeah. to deal with. Um. And more out of concern, more than anything. Like at the end of the day, the guy's had an absolute skinful for the last ten years or something, and um, and and he's he's passed out in the shop. And I am literally like, his breathing is so slow, and I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm gonna have to phone somebody out. This is this is beyond my capabilities of ever looking after this person. Like, um, so you know, phone one hundred one, explain the situation. I'm like, look, he's not done anything wrong he's not causing any problems he's just fell asleep and i can't wake him up and i'm concerned about him can you send somebody down whether that be you know community support officer any anything anyone like just mm. just somebody um and they were like yeah we'll we'll put you through to the priority line um and then explain to them what's going on priority line cleon priority line it was on all for 10 minutes <laughs> It's not fucking much of a priority, is Did it? Did they ask Jesus. if he'd any chance of him contracting Ebola? No. No, fair no, one. No, 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 no. Looks this like time. that one's no. run Yeah, out. that one's gone now, isn't it? Oh, unless that's just for paramedics. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I eventually got through. I explained the situation again, and they were like, okay, we, we've logged it. It's log number, whatever the fuck it was, and uh, we'll, we'll send somebody down to you. Uh, I'm like, okay, brilliant, thank you. I said, you know, it's cool. He's not, he's just asleep. It, it's a bit annoying. And we've got customers in, but he's not causing problems. I spoke to the customers. All customers are sound. You know, they understand the situation. Everything's fine. So, you know, don't come in all guns blazing. He's all right. Um, 
for choice of a better worker. Um, so after about 10 minutes, we get a phone call and it's um, it's an officer and they ask his name and um, and how old roughly I think he is. I know how old he is because we you know, we spoke about it. So I explained to her and they're like, yeah, we, we, know, we know who it is. We'll be down to you in a sec. So the smallest... <laughs> The smallest community support officer you have ever seen in your life comes in <laughs> to help us get him out of the shop. And I'm like, if he turns, you've got no chance, love. You really haven't. Because <laughs> like, I'm certainly not going to get in his way. I know what he's capable of. Yeah. I know what he went to prison for. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to be standing behind the counter. Like... Not my problem. Good luck, mate. Um, yeah, so we uh, we managed to wake him, and it took him about another 10 minutes to realise where the fuck he was and what was going on and what had happened. But he got a little bit nasty because he... Because I'd phoned the police. Up. Like, because I phoned the police, basically. And I'm like, mate, I'm like, I was concerned about you. You were basically... You had stopped breathing at one point. Like, <laughs> you know, I had to give you a nudge. Sleep apnea. Yeah, I had to give you a nudge and then... <laughs> You know, everything kicked back in again. I said, I was just concerned. I thought I'd get some help down. Oh, he went nasty on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you little grass. He did realise, in you know, after a few minutes, that I'd only done it out of, you know, the best interest for him, like, and then he was all right. But, and he left of his own accord. Until he didn't. And about 45 minutes later, when he came walking back, and, uh, and he did a little tap on the window and a thumbs up, so I was like... Sam, mate, you're right. You okay now? You had a little sleep. You're right now. And then, yeah, then he came in the shop and he just started kicking. Daddy. Off. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he he got very nasty, and um, I, you know, I wasn't backing down from him. He was that drunk. I could have blew on him and he'd fallen over. In all yeah. fairness, like you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I would spray hate, air freshener at yeah, him and he runs off. I would yeah. hate to have think what he'd have done if he'd have got his hands on me because I know how nasty he can be, but. I think if I'd have just like front kicked him on his chest, he'd have just fallen. He'd have just fallen over. Like you planned out this yeah. in your mind, didn't well, you? Well, I don't know how nasty he's going to get, so I already know where the scissors, the Stanley knife, the hammer, the fucking mug. I know where all these things are. Like, okay, whatever I can grab first. Um, and, but you know, just a, a, not a kick, like just a front like push with your foot <laughs> to the chest, and he just stumbles back and falls over. That's probably what would have happened. Uh, but no, he did get nasty. But then he threatened me, and he threatened a customer, and eventually he left. But then he completely trashed like everybody's a boards outside, and he was screaming, and he just got really horrible. Criminal damage. Yeah. So we had to phone the real police, and um, and and then he's he's been back since, and we've had to phone him again. He's now barred, which is a fucking shame because no matter how. Like, nasty... He can't remember a thing. He doesn't know what he's done. He can't remember it. But no matter how, like, nasty he gets or what he's done in the past, whenever he comes in and he's sober... Yeah. He, it's like a completely different person. He came in... So I feel... I do feel... I can't help but feel sorry for him. You know what I mean? And he came in on Saturday morning. Not Saturday. Just gone Saturday before. And he, he'd, he'd had... Um, He'd had his, his pit money or whatever it is he gets. And he was like, right. His pension. He, he's like, right, I'm going to, I need to sort myself out. He's like, I'm going to get a big bag because he hasn't got a bag big enough to put all his stuff in. Because, you know, he's a rough sleeper. Like, so he carries everything with him all the time. So he's going, I'm going to get myself a big bag. I'm going to get myself a little little throwaway phone. Mm-hmm. Not to throw away, but you know, a little cheap phone. 
he says, I've been up to Swanbank Church and I've got somebody up there that's going to help me. Um, I'm, I'm getting in the doctors. Uh, I'm going to be referred to rehab. And then I'm going to get into a hostel in Tunstall. But I need to do all that before I can get into before this Before you hostel. get the hostel. Yeah. Because they won't have you in if you still... Yeah. And he, he says, this drugs. person at Swanbank's going to help me. And then uh, and he was like, so I'm, I'm doing all this. And he, he disappeared. He came back with a new bag and he had a phone. He was like, can I ask a massive favour? Could you charge me phone for me? I'm like, yeah, of course I can, mate. No worries. I'll bang it on charge. He says, I'll be back in about an hour. And then he comes back and he's still fine. And he's like, I've, I've just spoken to Swanbank and they're still going to help me out. And he says, I need to get a doctor's appointment, but I can't phone until Monday to get mm. this doctor's appointment. Uh, he asks for his phone. He says, really appreciate it. He bought a couple of CDs. Um, and uh, he goes, I bumped into some friends, he says, but they're all just drinking like on the benches outside. And he says, I've, I've ignored them. I've walked away. And I'm like, go for you, go for you, mate. You know, you, you Proper train, like good lad. Mean? And um, come five o'clock, he walked in and he was tanked up, smashed. Yeah, I mean, it's just like fuck. And it's so promising when he comes in and they're in the right headspace, and then he just doesn't. And, yeah, and I can't help but feel sorry for him, man. And now, now he's barred from us. It's like, where the fuck's he gonna go and what's he gonna do? But that was the start of the week, um, and I wasn't even. I'm not even bothered that he threatened me. You know what I mean? He's Maybe in the moment he might have done something. If he if he realizes what he's done and yeah. what he's said, when he if he comes in and sees me or if he sees me out, he'll apologize. I know he will because that's just what he's like. Um, you know. But I suppose you've got to own your actions, whether you're drunk or not. You've like, got to own every action, yeah. whether or not you're drunk or not. And that's the thing. Um, so that was the, like the start of the week. The week got better. You know, um, Canal there's Monday. Yeah, yeah, well, that was like Tuesday. Um, but yeah, the week got better, you know. Good good week at work, nice collection in of records and, um, you know, some, some good sales and whatnot. But I went to Manchester on Friday. Did you go watch Maiden? I went to watch Iron Maiden. Loads yeah. of people I know went watch Iron Maiden. Do you know what? I it, feel like I've missed out. Also, five people have said it's the best Iron Maiden gig they've ever seen. Um, it was... This was Friday as well. It was a sellout. And I've never seen them sell out the Manchester... Uh, the AO Arena, it is now, anyway. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Maiden sell it out. There's Before always... you left for the house, did you go, let's go? Did I go, let's go? Yeah, to the AO Arena. Yes. Okay. <laughs> did you go, hey, oh, oh, let's go. Yeah, Sorry. A, a little bit, yeah. Um, it was a crap joke. Yeah, well, I appreciated it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, a little sarcasm for the listeners. I've never, I've never seen them sell out the Manchester Arena. It's always close, yeah, but there's always space, room to run. Um, and when when I got there and I got to my seat and whatnot, I was looking around, going, I don't think this is gonna, this isn't looking brilliant. About two minutes before they took the stage, you, you couldn't fucking move. It was sardines in a tin. Was it? It was so full. And like looking around at the seats and everything, there wasn't an empty seat. There might have been like one or two empty seats that are spotted, but you can put that down to like illness. Yeah. You know what I mean? That isn't like, that isn't touts that have claimed a load of seats and not been able to shift the tickets. Do you know when they have the end stage? Yeah. And they block off the seats, obviously, behind the stage. They even opened up them them really awkward viewing. The really crap yeah, viewing seats. side seats where you're kind of looking behind the PA system, yeah. but you can still see the stage. They opened them up and all them had sold as well. And yeah. I was just like, fuck, this is brilliant. Like, this is good. I, I said to the missus, this will probably be the last time I watch them now. Um, I first started watching them live 20 years ago, first time wow. I saw them live. 
and that will be the seventh time I've seen him. Um, it would have been more, but you know, bank balance says whether I can go or not. You know what I mean? So there's a couple of times where I want to go and I didn't just because of the cash. And, um, and and this was my seventh time, and I was like, you know what? I think this will be the last one. Yeah. The last time I saw them, Bruce's voice wasn't as good as it used to be. You know, Nico on the drums, he's he's just gone into his seventies and playing drums like that. It's not like he's playing fucking skiffle. You know what I mean? It's like the, the, not like the Rolling Stones drummer. Yeah, the shit that he plays, man. Like I'm like, he can't have much gas left in the tank, surely. Uh, but he can. He still seems to be able to knock it out of the park. Uh, I'd seen a couple of rough videos like where they weren't at the best, mm. and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm, I'll watch this one, and if I'm disappointed, fair enough. But that'll be the last one. Fuck, it was the best fucking Maiden gig I've ever been to. They were absolutely on point. I have never seen them play like that before. The set list was amazing as well. But it was from my kind of favourite era of Maiden. Um, so the set list Were they on a bangers tour? No, they, what they're doing, it's called the Future Past Tour, and it's set around the Somewhere in Time Seventh Son album yeah, with songs from the new album as well. Um, so you're looking at that mid '80s. Um, you know they've they've just come past like the the peak, the bangers, and they're going into a kind of a new sound. Got the synthesizers on the go and stuff, and um, maybe the commercial, more of a commercial sound. But um, I really like the experimentation on them two albums, and to hear, I've heard songs played live, which mm. I've never heard them do live before, and and really kind of difficult songs for them to play and for, for, for Bruce to sing as well but it was just phenomenal the whole thing was phenomenal but Bruce's voice was perfect the band was fucking brilliant Adrian Smith is a guitar fucking god um, the, the, out of the three guitarists they made and he's definitely my favourite but them fucking solos that he plays are just genius um, such a good gig such an absolutely phenomenal gig and I'm glad it was because the support band was shite <laughs> fuck man they were awful really I'm not sure if they were Swedish or German it was one of the two and it was some kind of weird hybrid like n- new death metal kind of thing it was like a bad a bad metal Eurovision entry like a bad metal Rammstein no Ramstein were, were okay. It's, it's like if you take one of the, like the, the metal bands from Eurovision and make yeah. them worse than they actually are, <laughs> that's what they support. I can't even remember what they were called. Um, fucking, I've got no idea what they were called, but they were just dreadful. There was nothing about them at all. And I'm like, is this is this the future of heavy metal? Is this where the scene is right now? Because if so, no wonder there's no fucking rock bands in the top ten anymore. You know what I mean? There's there's no one. Like there's uh, there's no metal acts who getting getting fucking songs in the charts. It's not happening. I'm having struggled now digging for metal. And I'm having I'm struggling digging for good. That's the key word in this. Good new metal, not new metal. I know, yeah, I know what you mean. Good, good metal bands that are new. That are new. Yeah. That's and, the only way to describe it. I, I struggle as well. And there is you know a- what I mean? Um, I really do struggle, and I've struggled for a long time. That, that you know, like Lamb of God, uh, but that, you're going back to the fucking early two thousands. I'm like talking. I'm talking a good metal band, a good metal band that writes the stories, the story songs, mm. like Run to the Hills. 
Yeah. Do you get, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, sure, I'm sure that there's do people. That do the album, that do the, yeah. the event, that do that type of stuff. There isn't any. The thing is, the thing as well now is like... I'm the next Ozzy Osbourne sitting here on my ass. It's all... It's all about the algorithms down at now, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? You, people are writing songs for playlists. They're writing songs. They're for... not writing songs for playlists. They're writing songs for TikTok. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, it was playlists. You know, you're writing. You you want to get your song into that Spotify playlist. You're writing for the algorithms. Now you're writing that 10 second bit of the song for TikTok. For TikTok. You know yeah. what I mean? In the hope that in the next few years it'll get picked up. You yeah. Know? That's why the Arctic Monkeys you know, are doing elevator music like there's no tomorrow. You are pretty I really, much. I really do like the latest Arctic no, but album. You, no, but the majority <laughs> of their songs will move into. You'll be watching a film like yes. the the guy who started this is Kanye West. Right, I, I'm deadly because mm. if you take a look at most of his songs and and pretty much all the superhero movies that have come out in the last twenty years, yeah. there's a Kanye West song in it. Like, look at that song that eh eh. That's in how many movies? Yeah. It's on how many yeah, adverts? Yeah, yeah. It's on Kanye West music's featured so heavily around movies that it's just a soundbite. But if you listen to all the song, it's a bit. Ooh, it's not that good. Mm, yeah, but it's just that one it's that little soundbite. That one little soundbite that that's fits brilliantly in loads of movies. And that's and that's the problem. You know what I mean? It's like you you look at you look at metal festivals, download festival. You know this year. And you look at the headliners of Download Festival. So you've got Metallica. It was a four-day festival this year. Metallica headlined twice, right? Twice. So when did their first album come out? 1983? 1983, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Um, Slipknot headlined one of the nights. 90s. Started in the 90s. You know, very fucking popular in the year 2000. Yeah. 20 fucking three years later in the headlining. You know what I mean? Bring me the horizon. Evanescence. God, that's where it, that's tearing up from the early 2000s. When did, when did Bring Me the Horizon form? 2004, was it? Yeah. I think it was 2004. On when, the same when, bill, Evanescence. When, when, was the, when was the album? 2006. 2006, 2007, you know, when, when the, the album started coming out. So, you know what I mean? That's still... Like a long time ago. That, that's still 40, 50, 17, 17 odd years ago. Right? You know, it's. There's no new bands. Good. That are good enough to headline festivals. I went to my first download festival, Cleon, in 2004. Right? Spent the weekend there. And do you know who the headlining band was that year? Yeah. Linkin Park. <clears throat> right? Linkin Park. It's right, they're playing on download. Okay. So, <laughs> when did. When did Hybrid Theory come out? Oh, I want to say... I don't want to say. The, I, I'm all over the shop with my 2000s. With, the year 2000, Cleon. Was it year 2000? I was going to go 202. The year 2000, Hybrid Theory. Debut album, Hybrid Theory, year 2000. Four years. Two years off. Four years later, they're headlining a metal festival. So yeah. all it took, four years. Yeah. When was the last time that happened? When did a band, a metal band launch a, a career, get a debut album, and then within four years, but, they're headlining festivals. But you're talking music from early 2000s. The music now, that the music that started in the early 2000s is still the music that's headlining now. Yeah. Now, I, I'll run through, and P. Diddy, just on the hip-hop side, mm -hmm. I'll run through pop, I'll run through hip-hop first, Jay-Z, P. Diddy. These are still headlining, Kanye. These were all early 2000s, late 90s. 
just having a look. When was when was Arctic Monkeys first Glastonbury headline? Uh, was it 13? Uh, 2000 and... I'll go 13. I'll go was th- it 7? I can't remember which I'll go, No, was. I'll go 12. Glastonbury first. Let me have a look. Arctic Monkeys first... First Glastonbury headline. 2007. 2007. Not a metal band, though. So, Not a metal band. You know what I mean? Um, so when did the first album come out? Five? 2005, yeah. 2006? Something like that. It's got to be on Somewhere around there. Um, so, yeah, rock band then. Indie rock band. But that was still fucking 2007. That was an age ago. <laughs> but you can say the same. You can... I, I don't think it's a problem with the bands. I think it's a problem with the promoters because yeah. if you take a look at that very small pit, uh, space and time, that's still pretty much the funda- the foundations to which we're running through today. Now, we can do this in sport. Right. We can do it across sport. Mm-hmm. What what new wrestlers have been really, really good that have come out? Five. Five. Just five. It takes... A- I just want five in the last ten years. Give me Ro- five. Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, one. So, Roman Reigns, um, Seth Rollins. Yes? No, no, 100%. On, last 10 Seth years, Rollins. last 10 yeah. years, give it you. So, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, um, Kevin Owens. Mm, go on. That's a slip, that, that, I mean, that's a slip in, that is, matey. I mean, you know, we'll take Kevin Owens out, actually, because he was on the indie scene for fucking ages. So um, he came in and started, but he kind of. Uh, in all fairness, the whole of the shield. So we can we can do Roman Reigns, uh, Dean Ambrose, and Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, not so. Dean Ambrose, that's not his fucking name anymore. Um, Darren Ambrose, Dean uh, Ambrose, John Moxley. Oh, Darren Ambrose is a Darren Ambrose is a football player, and so is John Moxley. Is uh, he just picking off foot anyway? <laughs> sorry, um, Darren Ambrose. Yeah, so Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, definitely. He, yeah, I'll give you Roman. He took him. A while. He's had to have a major push. Yeah, it took him a while to fit into them fucking shoes. Yeah. But when he did, yeah. he did. And he is probably the best in the business at the moment at the and moment. what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Seth Rollins on the other side of the WWE, you know what I mean? Them two, um, <laughs> who were both former Shield members. And then Moxley, who went over to AEW, and he's doing just as well. you got three superstars there. Um you can't really count anybody in AEW because they're not superstars. No matter what you say, they're not. They're but there's not nothing, superstars. Is there? Yeah. And who were we celebrating you know I mean? last night returning to wrestling? Oh, did somebody return? in London? John Cena. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he came back. See, that was well, that was I couldn't m- see him. Money at hey. Money in the bank. That was last night. What is? I, yeah. I didn't fucking watch it because I don't care. Um, they are. They are pushing. They are pushing the younger talent. Like but. That. There's no the problem with wrestling is is these days it does take time. There's no massive superstars straight away. I've got to disagree. You know what I mean? I've got to disagree. I've got a whole massive issue with the whole of the wrestling model. They need to retire people. Mm. They need to retire them and keep them retired because no one's getting any food from Rock's table. You've got to get no one. You've got to get the organic push as well as the corporate push, and that's what takes the time. Because if say to Rock. Piss off. If, if corporate starts pushing you and the public don't want it, like with Roman, yeah, the public wanted Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. That's what the public wanted at the time, and corporate gave them Roman Reigns. So the public went, no, boo, Roman, hey, Daniel Bryan. And they had to completely rewrite like that year's WrestleMania. Um, but we could have told them that. 
yeah, but they and this, but this is the problem with wrestling fans. They don't know what they fucking want. They're all none of them know what they want. Do, do you know what I want? I want anyone over the age of fifty <laughs> in wrestling. Anyone over the age of fifty-five in wrestling, you're not allowed out no more. You are only allowed out one time a year. And that's that one time a year when you walk down the middle of the ring at WrestleMania, you go, woo, and you do your, get your mm. final finishes off. I don't know. Uh, suplex coming from... Yeah. Oh, you get what I mean, don't you? A leg drop coming from Hulk Hogan, a spear coming from um, that bald guy with the beard who keeps cocking up left, right and centre at mm. most events. I can't remember his Goldberg. name. Goldberg, that's the guy. Um, let Stone Cold do his... Do you get what I mean? Yeah, let yeah. them all do the finisher move on that poor Italian guy who's got the sock out all the he time. He came back at Impact this year, actually. Mate, he's always getting an arse kicking ears. Um, he's, he's fucking brilliant. He, he, he is brilliant. Don't he get does. me wrong. He's mm. very good at entertaining. He's a court jester. But I think they should just start going... You know, it's getting bad. We had a press conference last night with Triple H. He put his readers on, mate. I don't need to see that. He doesn't wrestle anymore. Though, does but he? I don't and need to see Triple H with his readers on. It's he's, depressing. He's not He's not really an on-screen character anymore. He comes out every now and then and goes, you know, welcome to Raw or whatever. Like, or he, if he's got something to say, he'll come out. And then he disappears. He's not been an on-screen character for quite a while. Same with Shawn Michaels. Um, the, a, a lot a lot of wrestling fans, I'd say a good 75% of wrestling fans, don't know what they want. They think they know what they want, but they don't know what they want. Mm. They want these young indie guys to come in and be WWE champion. It's not going to happen because they're not good enough. They're not good enough to draw a crowd. They're not good enough to sell out arenas. They're just not good enough. Um, I'm getting a phone call from Tunisia. Oh! Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to answer Do you want me to answer it? No, no, you're okay, thank you. Could have answered that live. I'm just going to let it ring. Um, Hello, Tunisia! So, yeah, the these these younger guys, they're not good enough yet. Now, you look at somebody like AJ Styles. Now, he joined WWE, what, uh, that's four, five, six, seven, maybe seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, right? AJ Styles, the biggest wrestler in TNA. Yeah. Everybody loved him. The biggest biggest guy in TNA. Even when they had the, the big names who moved over from WCW and whatnot, AJ Styles was still the man. Yeah. He leaves TNA, he goes to New Japan and becomes a bigger fucking star than what he was in TNA by going to New Japan. Mm-hmm. He does New Japan and Ring of Honor, wrestles between the two. Leaves there, goes to the WWE. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah. Nobody fucking knows who he is, right? The Marks know who he is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People, of course, people know who he is. He, the, the reaction he got at the Rumble when he came out was fucking phenomenal, right? No pun intended. The phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Even AJ Styles, in his own words, said, It doesn't matter how big I thought I was. I was nothing until I'd been on WWE TV and then that I went to the airport. Yeah. And he'd experienced something that he'd never experienced before. He's been wrestling since the 90s, the late 90s, early 2000s. And he was the biggest guy in TNA, one of the biggest guys in New Japan, one of the biggest guys in Ring of Honor. And the, within the first couple of weeks of him being on WWE TV, when he was at the airport, it was like, whoa, everybody recognizes me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These indie guys aren't good enough to, to, to draw these crowds in, to be these superstars. And they need a corporate push. 
we wrestling fans need corporate to tell us who the next big guy is but the, but corporate need to let it grow organically you know what i mean and that's what's happened with roman reigns he was forced at first nobody wanted him but this run it's grown organically so we're fortunes we're fortunate enough to remember the war raw is war yeah you, yeah yeah back you, in day yeah can you remember that at the back in day who was the old superstars that kept coming back and going again then well, they all went to WCW. There was none, was there? Yeah, so WWE had, didn't have a choice. Uh, I know, but that... And then they had more growth then mm-hmm. than they've ever had since. Yeah. Why was that? I mean, there was Taker, I suppose. He was probably the oldest guy there. Taker never bloody... He, he was never leaving WWE. Nah, not at all. So all, all the big names, all the big guns went. They all left. They mm. all went to The big to, boss, to man, WCW. la, 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 because la, la, la. Because Eric Bischoff and Ted Turner were offering them shitloads of fucking money and guaranteed contracts, which is what they didn't have in WWE. It was guaranteed contracts. So, And this is why your big names, when WCW folded, your Ric Flair, your Hulk Hogan, your Hall, your Nash, your Goldberg, you know, the, the Sting. This is why they didn't come over to WWE straight away. They mm. didn't... Scott Steiner was another one. They, 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 they didn't come over straight away. So when they did this WCW invasion... You had a bunch of guys that like didn't matter. Mm. You had a bunch of wrestlers that nobody knew, that nobody cared about, apart from Booker T. He was the only one, right? So what happened was these guaranteed contracts, when WCW folded, because it was guaranteed contracts, the wrestlers still got paid. Yeah. So Time Warner, I think, I think it was Time Warner who ended up buying out the contracts, I can't remember, um, had to carry on paying the contracts. So they all just went home. And carried on getting paid millions because that's the fucking that's how stupid WCW was at the time. Mm. You know, do you remember Fake Diesel, Fake Diesel, and Fake Razor Ramon? Yeah, right. So WWE, WWF at the time announced that Razor Ramon and Diesel were going to be on Monday Night Raw. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, who, who were Razor Ramon and Diesel, were contracted WCW. Yeah. So now. WCW are going. What? What you? What do you mean? You're going to be on? You're going to be on Raw, and they're like, we're not going to be on Raw. We work here, and they were like, no, but it's. An, they've announced that you're going to be on Raw. What's going on? Tell us what's going on. Don't go. We don't want you to go. Don't go. We'll give you pay rises, and they went, okay, <laughs> and they got pay rises. They were never going to be on Raw. It was fucking Kane and some other guy who I don't know who played Razor Ramon, but it was it was uh, Glenn Jacobs who was Kane who played Diesel. Very um, good, didn't he? And and. And yeah, so Scott Hall and Kevin Nash got pay rises and they weren't going anywhere. They didn't even know <laughs> about a, it. This is how fucking stupid WCW were. So they're getting paid millions and they just went, well, we'll stay at home and we'll get paid for the next two years yeah. doing nothing. Booker T had a similar contract. He went to WWE. He went and met Vince and he got his contract, his salary slashed in half but he still went and worked for them, and he was like, I am, I, I have got the ball at the moment, and I'm running with it, I'm popular, people like me, and I do not want to lose this momentum, so I'll take a pay cut to keep the momentum going, and I'll turn up on Monday Night Raw. And it was the fucking smartest move ever, because he became a superstar in the WWE, an absolute superstar, and that wouldn't have happened if he'd have stayed at home. So that was genius from him. Um, but no, the WWF didn't have any big stars coming back um, because they all went to WCW. They had to make new stars. Yeah. And, you know, when you've got Rocky Maivia 
on your fucking payroll, when you've got Steve Austin on your payroll, when you've got Taker on your payroll, when you've got these, you know, them three especially, like when you've got Shawn Michaels, even though he lost his smile and he had to take a couple of, couple of years off, when you've got Shawn Michaels as well, when you've got young Triple H on your payroll, you know what I mean? You've got these young guys that, you know, then you've got fucking talent right there and let it grow, let it go, and that's what they did. That's what happened. And it's just not the same anymore. Because, yes, AEW have got this young, quote-unquote, young talent, you know what I mean, that can be big stars in the future, but not like what happened in the 90s. That will never happen again. I think genuinely because there's just a bunch of old men at the wheel and they are not allowing people to come through organically. Do you know what? Not because of anything that they're doing negatively or anything they're consciously doing. I just think... There's weight. There's, I think there's a bit too much control at the wheel at WWE. Mm. I don't mean that. Not not nothing oh, to do nasty. Vince is fucking rewriting scripts again. There's just they're, they're trying everything. Too to. much control. And when I'm watching WWE, well, when I'm watching WWE now, it's like one week to the next. It's like hmm. has this been written by a drunk? And it just doesn't seem to. Well, I used to watch the wrestling stories years ago. Mm. And it used to they they make brilliant computer games out of them where you used to have the rivalry and mm. it used to seem believable. It was yeah. it was a bit fun. It wasn't a bit fancy. It was yeah, bloody yeah. ludicrous. Oh, I know what you, mean. you know, you had Edge. I think he was sealing his wedding to Lita or sleeping with Lita in the middle of a ring at one oh, point. Oh yeah, 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 was, yeah, 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 yeah. When celebration, the rated R super and all that yeah. type of stuff. At that point at wrestling, it was at its peak. And the and the stories were brilliant. Mm. I used to tune in wrestling every week. This I was working, yeah, just so I could get me fix. And it was ace. And it was brilliant. Mm. Now there's no stories. Yeah, there's a desperate lack of talent. Well, not lack of talent, lack of charisma, lack it's... of, um, not lack of friendship, lack of competitiveness. It's a bit too there. Vince McMahon is a fucking genius. Hands down. No two ways about it. Is but genius. that face job and that moustache is a bit of a weird one for Turns me. out he's a little bit handsy, but he's a fucking genius. <laughs> so, but he's also the last, the last of the old guard, right? Yes. When he got booted out, when he quote-unquote retired, when he got booted out, um, Triple H took the reins. And for a few months, it was brilliant TV. You had guys like LA Knight. I can't remember his name in TNA, but um, when he when he came over to um, the WWE, Vince made changed his name and made him a manager. He was in NXT for a bit, but when he came up to WWE, he changed his name, made him a manager because he was too old. He's in his forties, so he says you're too old. You're gonna have to be a manager, <laughs> right? LA Knight's fucking brilliant in the ring. It doesn't matter how old he is. He looks good. He sounds good. He wrestles good. That guy needs to be in the fucking ring. He does not need to be a manager. So when Vince disappears, LA Knight goes to Triple H and goes, eh? And Triple H goes, eh? And he goes, eh? And he goes, eh? And he's he's in one of the best fucking feuds uh, that he's ever been in at the moment. Mm. Like he he and he, he deserves to be there. Then Vince turns up again, starts fucking rewriting everything. And now is it Endeavor that own UFC? I think it's Endeavor. Now they've bought it, so the same company like owns WWE that owns the UFC. Vince is still some kind of fucking majority shareholder, and they're now saying that Endeavor want Vince to be 
a part of like the main part of creative. And it's like, are they Why? just are they just trying to fucking kill the product? Is that what they're trying to do? I don't, I don't, I and don't get it. The other side of the coin, you've got AEW, like just a bunch of indie guys that seem to be doing whatever the fuck they want. CM Punk's just come back. Don't know why. Fan, so he can fan, sit in the middle of the fucking ring and relive that moment that fan, he had fan footage, 10 years ago fan footage on mobile phones he's in Chicago where they all fucking love him because that's where he's from his music hits boo wow I, I'm pretty certain AEW piped in crowd noise which is what WWE are fucking guilty for doing all the time as well Cody Rhodes left WWE because he hated that Stardust character, and he hated where he was creatively. He left. He went to TNA. He went to New Japan. He went to Ring of Honor. He did all this stuff. He formed AEW on the back of a fucking $1 bet with Dave Meltzer of saying that they couldn't fill, they couldn't sell out an arena. Yeah. And they did. And then they formed All Elite Wrestling. They got the backing of Tony Khan. This was all on Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, right? Cody Rhodes basically started that company. And then as standing there as an as as a fucking executive, whatever the fuck he was, in the company, and and, and goes, Well, this ship's sinking. Fucks off back to WWE. <laughs> Leaves his own company. Quits. Quits his own company. Cashes in. Goes back to WWE. He's a fucking mega star. That guy knew exactly what he was doing. He rocks up at WrestleMania as this epic fucking like three four match feud with Seth Rollins, where he's he's made out to be this absolute god, this hero, because he wrestled with a torn fucking pack. His body was purple. He was all fucked up. And now he's in a feud with Brock Lesnar. Brock fucking Lesnar. Like mm. look at Cody Rose, look at Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar can squash him with, with his hands. Pfft, like that. <laughs> Brock Lesnar made him look like fucking gold. Cody Rhodes is a mega star now. Genius. Fucking genius. What's AEW doing? I have got no fucking idea. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know, but Cody Rhodes has cashed his check. Yeah, too fucking right. <laughs> too fucking right, he has as well. He goes back over there, gets a fucking shitload of cash, maybe wins the belt at some point, and retires with all his limbs intact, no concussion, fucking... Wow. Absolutely fucking made it, you know what I mean? With his hot messes and his fucking family life genius goes opens a fucking wrestling school you know what i mean that's uh, i'm now going to open a women's wrestling school that's all he's got to do uh, he's he's fucking ace he's 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 done he's a clever boy very clever very fucking clever just knew what was going on around him knows what his con- dad's brains knows what his uh, contractual is probably spoke to his dad dustin rhodes his brother um uh, as 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 we would know as gold dust back in the day he stayed at AEW, and he actually tweeted out, don't worry, I like it here, I'm staying. <laughs> but he's he's used correctly He's not there. the original gold dust, is he? Yeah, yeah. Is he the original? Yeah, Dustin Rhodes was, was the original gold dust. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he's, he's, he, but he's, he's used correctly, he's used like an elder, you know what I mean? He yeah. goes out, and he wrestles, and he puts people over, and but he's used as like a dominating experienced elder a guy who knows how to work in the ring a guy that will fuck you up if if you let him like um you know the using properly he's not a gimmick he's not you know he's not gold dust he's not a gimmick he's not just there to lose yeah. like he's used 
properly. He's there you know, to win. He's he's got the respect of the wrestlers. He's got the respect of the crowd, and. I personally think eventually he will go back to WWE. He'll do a gold dust. He'll do maybe do a one match fucking gold dust thing, and he'll get inducted into the Hall of Fame. That that's going to happen. You know, I mean, his brother will induct him into the Hall of Fame. Like if he doesn't get in the fucking Hall of Fame, then then you know, people. You talk about the Attitude Era. You talk about Raw as War, and you talk about Austin and fucking Rock and Shawn Michaels and Triple H, Degeneration X. You know, I mean, you talk about all that gold dust. All the fucking shit that gold dust did, you know what I mean? Pushing the fucking boundaries like that, all that stuff. Like people forget about that. Mm. He was fucking brilliant. God, I thought gold dust was amazing. That character, that character was amazing. They're playing with the nipples. The whole, then when he ooh. went all nuts and he was wearing like stockings and stuff, like yeah. he was just genius stuff. You, that's that's a prime example of like Vince McMahon like coming up with a, the fucking stupidest idea you've ever heard, and the wrestler going, "All right, let's make it work." Let's do it. I like, don't think that one was Vince's. Like when he put his fucking dad in polka dots. When Dusty Rhodes rocks up in the WWE, the the biggest fucking wrestler that hasn't been in the WWE at the time, and he's like, you're going to wear polka dots. What does Dusty Rhodes do? Turn it into the best fucking thing ever, because that's what Dusty Rhodes can do. Yeah. The whole family's genius. Yeah. I'm a Rhodes mark. Can you Are tell? you a Rhodes? Yes, yeah. I, I, I can tell. I can tell. Anyway, so yeah, there's no decent metal bands anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we went into the whole wrestling saga because there's no decent young yeah, no up decent coming wrestlers. There are decent through, wrestlers, but there's no stars. There's only three. There's no mega stars. There's no superstars. None whatsoever. They need to be given a chance. You know mm, what I mean? It needs to be given more of a push. Anyway, football. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Yes. Today at Purcell Park, I la- we launched, sorry, uh, Phil, Bruce, Steve, Swanwick and myself launched our ladies team. Mm-hmm. And we played a, a pretty much Stoke City's first ladies team. Okay. Um, so just a couple that played today. Uh, Lou, Robert, Lou Roberts, current Stoke City head coach, uh, previous captain. Meg Bowyer, current Stoke City captain. Um, Chloe Jones, ex Liverpool captain, ex Villa captain, ex Stoke City head coach. Uh, Kelsey Robertson, current Stoke City, uh, Holly Gibson, current Stoke City, and a load of ex-Stoke City players. Mm-hmm. Um, we launched it at Purcell Park, Eccleshall, against our Eccleshall lim- women's team, and we didn't do too bad. Okay. 5-2. Uh, lost. Well. Lost 5-2, yeah. but considering we're but playing a team, a team, if you were playing a team, um, let's say we're playing a team, let's say it was the men's team playing Stoke City's first team, yeah. Be a bit of a turnover. Right. Be about exactly the same. Yeah. But we played absolutely amazing. The the horses bolted. We are off the ground. Yeah. And we had we had a grand bumper crowd of a hundred in. Which nice. is Very nice. is not a bad crowd. Not a bad crowd for considering a... you've just started a football yeah. club in so, a new ground. Yeah. Eccleshire. Viva la Eccleshire. Eccleshire Football Club. Eccleshire. Right. Eccleshall, Eccleshall, I can't say, Eccleshall, Eccleshall, Eccleshall Football Club. Yeah. Is this their first women's team then? This is their, this is the first time they have ever had a women's a team. A women's team. Yes. Sound. Yeah. And, and today was that launch. And today was that launch. Okay. It was put together over the space of two weeks. Um, and it, it's what you can do because we had to leave our previous team, if you will, the 1st of June. Yeah. And then you've got, Till this time to get something mm-hmm. organised and to get that team on our pitch for today 
uh, it was the chairman's 11, Steve Swanwick. Hello, dog. Um, it was his chairman or the invitational that Steve was inviting women to. Really, really good. Cool. I couldn't be, I couldn't be more happy to how an event, how I've launched an event. It, it could have gone better, but with the timeline that I've got, I had, it went, it went exactly how I wanted it to go. Right. There was nothing that, there was nothing that went wrong. It yeah. all went right. It was one of those ideas where people go. Are you sure this is? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of things this way. Just go with me on this. Yeah. yeah. Just, 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 just go with me. It'll work out. Yeah. And eighty percent of people go, <laughs> "You're mad." No. Yeah. We're not doing it. No. It's normally me. You don't know what you're talking about. And yeah, you then, eat this. But I've got. I've got. <laughs> just go with me on it. Just eat this. I've got, All right. I've got three <laughs> people that go. And just That's all you do, need. <laughs> and, and, and it works, and we're launched, we've kicked it off, it'll be happening next season, but we'll have more organisation. Yeah. Sponsors, 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 if you want to come and uh, sponsor Eckershaw Women's Team, we need you, we're starting from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't be starting any more organically than what we're starting. We don't have a men's team to facilitate us. The men's team are the men's team. Yes. Uh, we are the women's team and there's a big demarcation in the middle of it. So right. we're not funding one, one's not funding the other. Mm-hmm. But we are launched. We've done really, really well. Made a little bit of cash uh, for Eckershaw Football Club to drive the envelope and hopefully we can keep that going mm-hmm. each week. I've got I've got to build a bit of infrastructure as well because I got let down by a couple. Right. But that was a couple of people who I was told I can rely on. Yeah. Now I'll never make that mistake again. Right. Yeah. It will be the people I want, yep. the people that I know I can rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, brilliant time. Yeah, dead happy. Yeah. I'm dead happy. No, that sounds good. Man. That sounds good. Any any more friendlies kind of lined up for the summer? Yeah, or? we're away next week to Dovegate. Um, we're away every week now for the next four weeks, but I don't have the fixture list uh, <laughs> at hand, which is really poor. Um, but next week I will do more of an update on to Eckershaw Ladies Football Team. Sound? Um, yeah, really proud. Really proud of all no, of them today. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we've got, we've had sixteen women. And 16 women that have turned up and played today against a team that they knew was four or five league, uh, three or four leagues above them. And I'm really proud. And they played the hearts out. And Shannon, um, I'll, I'll bring up uh, Shannon, absolutely amazing, amazing finish for a goal. Um, she's in the army, so her fitness is something of a different level. <laughs> um yeah, really good. The only downside was I didn't have Connie there, uh, who's the captain. Um, right. Jess did a fantastic job as captain because she's vice captain anyway. But Connie, who is our captain, I picked up an injury at the tail end of last season and she's not quite ready yet. Um, but yeah, I mean... But she'll be back. It's for the best that uh, uh, rests up and ready for the ready for the season. Yeah, yeah, we're um, on. We're all I- good. We've got a stadium. <laughs> We got a stadium. We got a stadium. We got a stadium. Yeah. People came and watched us. So people, we got a stadium. People came and watched us, and everyone bought a beer. Everyone bought a coffee. Everyone bought some Mars bars. Everyone bought some crisps. Really proud. No, that's cool, man. Really, that's, that's, really I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about the the development because I think um, I, when you were when you were at City of Stoke, that that was kind of like was that kind of already there and no, it's City of Stoke. <sighs> 
it's it's a lot different because City. I I feel I feel like I'm at the beginning of this journey with you, where, yeah, where you I wasn't with City of Stoke. So I'm looking forward to yeah, seeing the so development. Yeah, so City you know of I mean? Stoke have already developed the changing rooms, but the changing mm. rooms are detached from the pitch. So the changing rooms are a good 200 yards away. So when you're looking at sponsorship around the ground for City of Stoke, there's nowhere where you can actually put boards and signage yeah, and things yeah. like that. When we've got a stadium, we've got floodlights, we've got a flat pitch, we've nice. got all the boards where it can go around the ground, so we've got enough places we can sell them to. And, we're, yeah, we're on really good guns. Cool, man. We're, we're on that really sounds, good guns, really proud. We've got a new sponsor, Gossip Nightclub. Hello, <laughs> Gossip! Gossip! So, Dave, we've got to go to Gossip! Yeah, that can be arranged. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go into Gossip. So if you go into Gossip and do hashtag Cleon is God, they will give you a discount. <laughs> is that true? No. No? Worth a shot, though. Not a, Yeah, but it'll be funny watching them go to yeah. the bar saying that and we'll then... Try. Fuck it, we'll try. Then watching the owners go, he certainly most is not. We, <laughs> I might try it while you stood next to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Do I get a discount? I get a discount because God. Hashtag God. Um, no, really, really good. Really proud, joking aside. And yeah, I wanted to play. I wanted. <laughs> no, I did. I did. I did because. Slap the wig on. No, <laughs> no, because it's a friendly. And I just thought, oh my God, I just. I, I want to play. Um, I want to just put the boots off, dust the boots off, and hmm. go and enjoy this with my players. But it would have took so much away from what the day yeah, was. Yeah, it yeah, would have made yeah. it a bit egocentric. Yes. It would have made it a little... And the message just would have got yeah. detached. And I just felt a little bit really wrong to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's wicked, man. 23-24 uh, EFL trophy. Hmm? The 23-24 EFL trophy yeah. has been announced. Okay. Uh, vale and Newcastle under-21s. Yeah, it'd be a good run out for the Newcastle under twenty ones. We'll go uh, watch on that. the ninth of October at yeah, Vale we'll, Park. We'll Are we going that. now? Yeah, we'll go watch that. I'm wearing my Newcastle top though. Oh, does that mean I've got to wear mine? Yeah, I wear mine <laughs> in bar cars. I don't care. <laughs> I'll tell everyone about. Everyone knows me. Most people know me in the Vale end anyway. They'll be like, <laughs> "You wearing that in here, are you, mate?" I'll be like, "Really." Really? <laughs> really? Most of this area in Burslem, Smallthorns, and Geordie. Really? Yeah. Northern Section Group B, Port Vale, Crew, Alexandra, Newcastle United under-21s, and Wrexham. Oh, that'll be a nice... Wrexham. That'll be a nice one as well. That's a way. Oh, would you want to go there? Yeah, fuck it, let's go. Let's go Wrexham. We'd have a day out in Wales. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go have a night out in Wales. Yeah, that's it. Go see if we can see Ryan. That's what I'm thinking, like. I'll knock on sleep to Ryan. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we've got a podcast. We've got a podcast, Ryan. Do you want to come do it? Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Got a women's team as well at Eckershall. Hey. Yeah, if you're looking at getting some... Uh, yeah, get Rob... M- get Rob McElhaney. Rob Mac- McElhaney. McElhaney. It's a sponsor. It's a sponsor. I don't want him as a sponsor. I can't say his name. But Ryan, you're more than welcome. We can get him as a sponsor. <laughs> what is it? What's his... What's his... What's his alcohol? Is it... Gin. Gin. Avia. Drink Aviator Gin. Yeah. Aviator Gin. I've always found a lovely gin. Maybe we can... Um, I mean, I, I drink gallons of it. I think it's that nice. I, I and genuinely... I don't even like gin. No? 
You know what I mean? But aviator, I buy it by the case. I I will. I literally. I get it in kegs. You get it in kegs, do you? Yeah, yeah. Cases, I buy mine. I get it in kegs. I've got a tap that dispenses. Do you think you've said aviator gin enough times for the algorithms? Do you think it's going to work now? Maybe. But um, we would quite like to get some aviator gin. Maybe up at Eccleshall. Yeah. Did I say it right? You said it right that time. <laughs> and and Rob McElhenney, if, if, if you, um, you want to get on board, you, you're on board, you can, yeah. but we are changing your name to Rob McMahon. Rob McMahon, oh, yeah, Rob McMahon, yeah, we can do that. That's fine, that's fine. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Well, we might as well go all of them. We go watch them against crew as well. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm not getting crew. I, I heard the words coming out of my mouth. Then, I'm not like, getting crew, Dave, no. It's at it's at Vale Park. So. Oh, we'll go if it's at Vale Park. We'll go against Crew. <laughs> oh shit! What days are these on? Am I at work? <laughs> when, when, when's Wrexham? Thirteenth uh, of November. That's all right. That's a. That'll probably be a Tuesday night. I bet you. So... What are you making of a noise? The ninth is a Monday. The thirteenth of October is a Friday. No, it's November thirteenth of November. Oh my god! I got dead excited. It's a it's, Monday. Uh, they're all on Mondays. Oh. Well, I don't I don't work Monday nights unless they're in the day. I know, but Rex and <laughs> night out on Monday's gonna be a bit big. Any really. Oh, yeah, no worries. We can make it work, it's fine. Anyway, are we done? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good show. Enjoy that. I, I enjoyed Enjoy that show, yeah. yeah. Ranting ranting about fucking Wrestling. people being shit. Ranting about <laughs> the youth of today not following through and actually Doing a bit. Yeah. Sound. So But we're ready, Dave. Do shit. Dan, wait, wait, wait. You call me Dan? No, I said Dan I said dude, wait. You said Dan. He said Dave, Dan, wait. Dave, I called you all the names. Yeah. Alright, I was checking through my friendship list. There's two. <laughs> There's two. <laughs> They're all called Dave and Dan. Right. <laughs> Don't matter if you call Steve, I'm calling you Dave. Alright? Right. We're starting a hip hop stable. Oh God. Why? Um I've built a studio in my shed. Okay. And I think I've got this. Right. I, I genuinely think, Dave, and okay. I'm going to go on record to say, I can do hip-hop. Okay. I, I can do hip-hop. Okay. I can't do very good. But you can do it. But I can do it. Okay. I genuinely think I could be the next Eminem. I am not very good at dropping sick beats. Why but, aren't um, you good at dropping sick beats? Because I'm not. That's <laughs> The electronic side of things isn't my thing. Um, <sighs> but I'm, I'm a very good hype man. You're a very good hype man. Yeah, I can do hype man. So. I think I'm very good at doing sick beats. My um, my uh, my hype man name is White Man Hype Man. White Man Hype Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my rap name is. Oh, che- one word. White my right my rap name's cheesy. Cheesy. Yeah, because of me smile. Because you smile. It is a cheesy smile. I, 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 can you see how I'm incorporating yeah. now things, Simon? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it. I yeah. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm writing. I'm in pure. I am in full production. Oh, best find somebody that can drop sick beats. You bet, honest, mm. honest. You, this Matt, this Mellis Tampa, forget it, Dave. Forget mm-hmm. it. It, it. It's done. It's dead. Tell Trev. Can't say Michael Henry. Can't say the name of my band. No, I can't. Malleus Temporary. That, that's the guys. Tell, tell Trev. It's Latin. <laughs> tell you uncultured swine. What does it mean? Uh, it means better in time. Oh, yeah. oh, so fifth album. So tell tell Trev. Yeah. Just means the next one. Just wait for the next one. Is what it means. Like. Tell Trev it's time to buy a pair of Jordans and drop some and drop some sick some beats. beats. Oh my eyes just gone all weird. <laughs> um, okay. Seriously, I was right, and it got funny. But anyway, we'll get we'll get on it. We'll get on it. It's fine. Uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. 
You guys are awesome. Um, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media. Uh, but follow and like and subscribe to the podcast first before you do that. Because we don't care about social media. We want you to listen, listen to, to the show. So the best way to guarantee delivery to your favourite podcast platform is by liking, subscribing, following, whatever the option is. You can't follow us on social media. I'm only joking. Uh, on Twitter, it's at ShinglesSPC. You can follow me, Shingles underscore list. You can follow Cleon at KLBewley. And you can follow us on Instagram. It is Shingles underscore list and KLBewley5. You guys are awesome. And we'll see you next time.